Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studio. Studio. Back on the Lance J show. So I talk about guns on this show all the time. I, I'm a big Second Amendment guy. I personally own an AR-15. I personally own an AK-47. I personally own 60 round magazines. I personally have more than a thousand rounds of ammunition in my home, which is my right as an American to possess. Last two states that I've lived in, Tennessee and Arizona, I have the ability to carry. You don't need a concealed carry permit to carry, so I can carry if I want to. Sometimes I'm carrying, sometimes I'm not. I get a little antsy carrying in the car. But if you see me like in Nashville on the street, you see me at work. I got the Louis Vuitton briefcase. There's there's a hammer in there. I got the toast on me. And it's my right. It's not a privilege. It's a right for me to carry that. But I don't love guns more than I love people. Let me repeat that. I don't love guns more than I love people. And where are we in society where the rights of guns are more important than the rights of people, especially children? And I I sat out on this. I was so mortified and disgusted. I talked about the Buffalo shooting. And I talked about the racial parallels of the Buffalo shooting. But I'm not I'm not an an immediate news time cycle guy like that's not that's not the type of radio I'm doing. I like to actually sit and think. And get the information. Uh, when you have tragedies like you had in Uvalde, Texas, there's so much misinformation and disinformation that's coming out in lies. And what it seems to me, and I'm very careful because I have a lot of respect for law enforcement. I'm not a bleep the police guy. I'm a bleep that guy that 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 Chauvin guy that knelt on George Floyd's neck. And posed for pictures and was having fun choking the life out of him. To hell with him. I hope he rots in jail. But I don't think that Derek Chauvin and people of his ilk represent. I think that 90% of the policemen, police women that serve our country or, or most of them are just trying to get home to their families and survive. And I support them. I don't care what anyone thinks. I have friends that are angry at me for being mostly supportive of police officers, and I don't, I don't care. I support the police, and I support our military. I don't have to agree with everything. I don't, I don't like the police culture where when something does go wrong, they will basically protect. Instead of protecting and serving us, they're protecting and serving each other. I don't support that. But you're not going to hear me going to rants against police and say the police are the enemy And say, I remember I was looking at Mark Lamont Hill, who I have a lot of respect for. 
saying that they should abolish police in prison. That's, that's the dumbest thing that I've heard from an extraordinarily smart guy. Someone that's much smarter than me. Abolish police and abolish prisons. So basically the same person that ganked you for your whip can gank you for the next whip that you get at a stoplight. No consequences. You're talking about Lord of the Flies. How about putting in jail the policemen that overstep their boundaries and think that it's okay to shoot somebody from 30 feet away because they're running from them? We could do that. That seems a little bit more pragmatic to me. And going back to Uvalde, it seems it seems to me that the, the police force in Uvalde punted. I'm not going to go as, as far as cow, call them cowards and stuff like that, but it seems like they punted. It seems like, like eh, we're going to sit on it. We're going to wait an hour and then we'll figure it out. And if that was me and if that was my kids, I'm running in there. And risking my life. And, and there are even stories and, and video footage. Some of the people, some of the police were like, man, I'm getting my kids. I'm, I'm in the words of Prodigy from Mob Deep, I'm Alpha Delphia. And over the time, the, the truth comes out. But these conversations leading into the Second Amendment. Once again, we, we continue to politicize stuff that's not political. The United States of America historically has 400, I believe it was 423 school shootings. The next worst country globally is Mexico with seven. We've got a 415 school shooting advantage on Mexico, who people in America, especially on the far right, constantly make fun of, say that Mexico is primitive. Saying that Mexico is an inferior country. Saying that Mexico, other than the, the beach regions and places like that, don't go to Mexico. It's dangerous. The cartel, I talked about cartel earlier. I was talking about Better Call Saul. We look down on Mexico. And you have the cartel in Mexico, but you know what? You know what the cartel doesn't do? They don't shoot up schools. They might touch people that are in the game. They might touch a tourist if you're down in Cancun and wander off the resort. But they're not, they're not shooting up schools. That's something that we only do here in America. I think that we drew a line in the sand during the Sandy Hook, during the aftermath of the Sandy Hook massacre, which occurred in Connecticut. Suburban. People that come from, from the middle class. See, it's one thing to shoot up some lower class hood spot in Buffalo. If you don't think that there are people that were happy to see that, you you saw, you, and it's not misinformation and disinformation. A lot of people saying clean up on aisle seven. There's a lot of people that like to see that. Like to see people of color, black people in Buffalo shot to bits. Because they ultimately believe in that. They ultimately want to see the eradication of that bloodline. And they, you know, in Sandy Hook, 
they drew the they drew the line in the sand. If we didn't have the gun reform after Sandy Hook, I was like, you're not going to get gun reform. So we go back into this subject and it becomes politicized. And to me, it's not political. People make the mistake with the Constitution in thinking that the Constitution is absolute. And the Constitution is not absolute. It was not meant to be absolute. You have ratifications. You have changes. Now, you got to go through. You got to go through Congress. You got to go through the channels. Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, whoever, AOC, whoever, whoever is running it. They don't have the ability to make unilateral decisions on the Second Amendment or any amendments. But after seeing what we've seen, doesn't it make sense to at least consider reform with guns? And you're talking to a gun owner. You're talking to a guy that has the AR, that has the AK, that has the the 30-round magazine, that has the 60-round magazine. I want to keep my AR and AK, but I don't need to keep my AR and AK. I'm willing to consider if it's better for society, I'm willing to consider giving those things back. In healthcare, we're constantly reevaluating. In religion, we're constantly reevaluating. In technology, we're constantly reevaluating. In sports, we're constantly reevaluating. In every area in Western culture, food, entertainment, music, we're reevaluating. Every 15, 20, 30 years, you say, you know what, we're doing it this way, now we're doing it this way. In music, we were doing it in the 70s, it was disco, in the 80s, it was funk. 90s, it was hip-hop. Now it's this futuristic mumble rap. Drill foolishness. Why do we not evaluate the Second Amendment? That doesn't mean that it's going to be tyranny and they're, they're going to come to your house and collect all of your guns and they're going to roll the tanks in. I mean, there are 400 million guns in circulation in the United States. But at the very least, is it a bad idea to say, you know what, getting assault weapons that can shoot hundreds of people maybe we should make that a little bit more difficult i don't i don't know why that's such a huge deal and i don't know why that's such a political deal because people are blaming well it's the person who left a door open at school even though there was a event that day they could have been leaving it open so a parent could get in there i leave the door to my house open sometimes while i'm sitting watching TV, watching, watching the NBA Finals, that doesn't mean that I expect somebody to come in there and, and light me up with an AR-15. People blaming the, the police and, and calling them cowards. People are blaming the South Side of Chicago. Well, well what about the violence in the South Side of Chicago? That's a, that's a liberal... People are blaming everyone for their own political gain. And it's not just the fact that children are lost. It's the fact that we have a culture here in the United States that you have school shootings and you have mass shootings like you had in in Las Vegas. And somebody can get to the top of the Mandalay Bay and carry like 13 guns up there right past the bellhop. And you have to worry when you're out at a public event that someone and, and is this, oh, well, they play video games or oh, they listen to rap music or oh, the Internet is so difficult. Maybe they were bullied. Maybe they're on psychedelic drugs. If you're one of the people that lost a child 
or a loved one to this type of gun violence, you don't care about the why. You care about the how can we stop this from happening and how am I going to grieve and get through this? And I'm just saying the Constitution is not absolute. It is not tyranny. It is not anti-American to take a look at this and say, you know what? Maybe there's an opportunity to do something different, something better, something modern. Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lunch Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs.